Welcome to the History AI Podcast, where the past comes alive with facts, anecdotes, and a dash of humor. Here are your hosts, Chuck and Marco. Welcome back to the History AI Podcast. I'm Chuck, your journeyman through time. And I'm Marco, your guide to the hidden corridors of history. Today, we have a fan submission. So let's delve into the life of a fascinating and controversial figure, Henry Plummer. Let's dig into Henry Plummer's early years. Born in Addison, Maine, on March 27, 1832, Henry was the youngest of six children in the Plummer family. That's right, Chuck. His father, William Plummer, was a carpenter, and his mother, Elizabeth, was known for her strong character. Sadly, Henry's father passed away when he was just 12, which must have been a pivotal moment in his life. Definitely Marco. This tragedy thrust young Henry into a role of responsibility at a tender age. He had to work to support his family, which may have sparked his later restless spirit. Speaking of restlessness Chuck, Henry didn't stay put for long. In his late teens, he headed west, drawn by the allure of the California gold rush. Imagine that, a teenager, venturing out into the wild, wild west. It's fascinating Marco. Henry was part of that wave of young men who saw the West as a land of opportunity. He was determined, ambitious, and perhaps a bit naive about the challenges he was about to face. And let's not forget Chuck, during this period, America was a country on the cusp of great change. The gold rush wasn't just a search for riches, it represented the American dream, the belief that anyone could strike it rich with enough grit and determination. Absolutely Marco. Henry Plummer's journey to California wasn't just a physical trek, it was symbolic of the youthful optimism and adventurous spirit of that era. A young man, setting out to make his mark in a world brimming with possibilities and perils. A fitting start to the complex tapestry of Henry Plummer's life. From the quiet town of Addison to the bustling goldfields of California, it's a story of transformation, resilience, and the enduring allure of the American frontier. Well said Marco. Plummer's early years set the stage for a life full of dramatic twists and turns, shaping the man he would become. Let's shine a spotlight on Henry Plummer's achievements and talents. Despite his later notoriety, he was a man of many commendable skills and accomplishments. Indeed Chuck. Before his infamous turn, Plummer actually had a reputation as a capable lawman. In the early 1850s, he was elected as the Marshal of Nevada City, California. That's a big deal for a young man in his early 20s. Absolutely, Marco. And his election as Marshal wasn't just a fluke. It speaks to his charisma and leadership abilities. He had a way with people, a trait essential for a lawman in the rough and tumble gold rush towns. His law enforcement career had its highlights. He was known for being both tough and fair, a delicate balance in those lawless times. He even organized a city police force, which was quite progressive for that period. But his talents didn't stop at law enforcement Marco. Plummer was also quite the businessman. He owned a bakery and a ranch, showing his versatility and entrepreneurial spirit. Don't forget Chuck, he was also a gold miner. That's what brought him to the West in the first place. Though he wasn't striking it rich, his persistence in mining shows his determination and hard-working nature. Right you are and let's not overlook his political aspirations. Plummer even served a term as a representative in the California legislature. For a time, it seemed like he was on a path to a respectable and influential career. His life was like a kaleidoscope of the Old West Chuck. 
From lawman to legislator, from miner to businessman, Plummer embodied the multifaceted spirit of the frontier. It's a stark contrast to his later life Marco. These achievements paint a picture of a man who had the potential for greatness, a man who could have been remembered very differently had his path not taken a dark turn. That's the enigma of Henry Plummer Chuck. A man of talents and achievements, yet overshadowed by the infamy of his later deeds. A true character of the Wild West, complex and contradictory. Now, let's delve into the pivotal chapter in Henry Plummer's life, his descent into outlawry. It wasn't an overnight change, but a gradual slide into the darker side of the frontier. You're spot on Chuck. Plummer's fall from grace can be traced back to a series of personal and professional setbacks. After his term as a legislator, his life began to unravel. It's like he hit a streak of bad luck that just wouldn't let up. Exactly, Marco. In 1856, he killed a man named John Vetter in Nevada City. Although it was deemed self-defense, the incident tarnished his reputation. It's like a small crack in a dam eventually leading to a catastrophic break. And then came the Gold Hill Incident in 1857, where Plummer was accused of murder once again. This time, he was actually convicted and sentenced to hang. Can you imagine Chuck, the lawman turned lawbreaker? Indeed Marco. But, in a twist worthy of a Wild West tale, he escaped from jail before his execution. It's during this period on the run that Henry Plummer's transformation truly begins. Right Chuck. He eventually received a pardon, but his reputation was in shambles. It's like he was walking on a tightrope over an abyss of infamy. This period of his life is crucial Marco. Plummer found himself at a crossroads. The respect and authority he once commanded as a lawman were gone. What's left for a man who's lost his standing in society? That's when the lure of easy money and the chaotic nature of the frontier probably tipped the scales Chuck. It's said that desperate times call for desperate measures, and Plummer was no exception. He moved to Montana, hoping for a fresh start, but his past followed him like a shadow. It was in Bannock, Montana, where he allegedly formed the Innocents, the gang that would seal his infamy. It's a classic tale of downfall Chuck. The pressures of frontier life, personal tragedies, and perhaps a flawed character, all converging to push Plummer into a life of crime. The transformation of Henry Plummer, from a respected lawman to an outlaw leader, is a stark reminder of the thin line between right and wrong in the Wild West. It's a journey from light to darkness, marked by a series of unfortunate events and choices. Henry Plummer's days as an outlaw are a tale of intrigue and mystery. After his move to Bannock, Montana, in the early 1860s, his life took a dark turn. That's right, Chuck. In Bannock, he initially continued his law enforcement career, being elected sheriff in 1863. But beneath this facade, there were rumblings of his involvement with a notorious gang, the Innocents. The Innocents were more than just a band of petty criminals. They were a sophisticated and ruthless gang believed to be responsible for numerous robberies and murders along the trails of the Montana gold fields. Plummer, as the leader, was a master of deception. He used his position as sheriff to shield his gang's activities. Imagine Chuck, the man tasked with upholding the law was simultaneously breaking it in the most audacious way. His dual life was a high-stakes game. The Innocents reportedly had a network of spies and informants throughout the region. They weren't just outlaws, they were an organized criminal enterprise, with Plummer at the helm. And the irony, Chuck! Plummer, as sheriff, would often lead posses to apprehend the very criminals he was conspiring with. 
Talk about playing both sides of the law. But it wasn't all smooth sailing, Marco. Tensions were brewing in the community. The miners, frustrated with the ongoing thefts and violence, started to suspect something was amiss. They sure did chuck. Rumors began to circulate about plumbers' true allegiances. It was like a pot about to boil over. The trust in law enforcement was eroding, and plumbers' days as the untouchable lawman outlaw were numbered. Absolutely, Marco. The complexity and audacity of Plummer's double life as the sheriff and alleged gang leader make this chapter of his life both fascinating and tragic. It's a story of greed, power, and betrayal set against the backdrop of the wild Montana frontier. A true Wild West dram chuck. Plummer's outlaw days reflect the chaotic nature of a society where law and order were constantly battling the lawless elements of the frontier. The curtain began to close on Henry Plummer's outlaw days in a dramatic and swift fashion. By late 1863, the tide of public opinion in Bannock and nearby Virginia City had turned decisively against him. That's right, Chuck. The vigilantes, citizens who took the law into their own hands, started to rise in power. They were fed up with the rampant crime and the seeming inability of the law to control it, unaware that their sheriff was part of the problem. The vigilantes formed the Montana Vigilantes, a group determined to rid their community of the criminal elements terrorizing it. They operated with a sense of frontier justice, which was both swift and brutal. And Plummer? He found himself increasingly cornered. The suspicions about his double life began to solidify into convictions among the townsfolk. It was like the noose was tightening, both metaphorically and, soon enough, literally. Exactly, Marco. The vigilantes compiled a list of suspected members of the innocents. On January 10, 1864, they acted. Plummer and two of his alleged associates, Ned Ray and Buck Stinson, were arrested. But there was no trial for Plummer. The vigilantes were judge, jury, and executioner. On that fateful day, Plummer and his associates were led to the gallows. It's said that Plummer pleaded for his life, offering to reveal the locations of hidden gold in exchange for mercy. But the vigilantes were unmoved. They had already passed judgment. And so, under a grey, Foreboding Sky, Henry Plummer met his end. The once respected lawman and alleged outlaw leader was hanged by the very community he once pledged to serve and protect. The end of Plummer's days as an outlaw is a stark reminder of the harsh realities of frontier justice. It was a time when the line between legal authority and vigilantism blurred, a time when justice was often immediate and final. Henry Plummer's story, with its dramatic and violent conclusion, highlights the volatile nature of society in the Wild West. It's a tale that echoes the complexities and contradictions of that era. As we wrap up, we're reminded of how the Wild West was a land of blurred lines between hero and villain. Thanks for joining us on this journey through Henry Plummer's life. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and share our podcast. And if you have any time-traveling tips, send them our way. Until next time, keep exploring the corridors of history. From the mind behind the History AI podcast comes an electrifying journey into the past. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Dive into a tale where Benjamin Franklin, America's beloved inventor, takes an unexpected journey through time. But with his leap, he unleashes a powerful ripple. Now, with dark forces lurking in the shadows, harnessing this energy to shatter and enslave the world, it's a race against time.
Will Franklin fix the future? Or will history rewrite itself? Uncover the secrets. A ripple through time, Franklin's folly. Time has never been more fragile. On Amazon now.